0: Wow, you know, just just 40 episodes. We finally hit that mark. When I started this whole thing, I didn't know how far this series was going to go. You see what I'm saying? Like, I clean slated everything in the beginning. Well, not the beginning, but the latter part of 2016. You know, like, because the last show I did at that point was the original Fridays at J360. I managed to get three episodes out of that, but something about it wasn't right. Everything needed to change. I had to go back and I had to kill things off. I had to get us away from Blogger. I had to work on the Facebook page. I had to, you know, try to see what I could do with YouTube for a little bit because YouTube was imploding into itself. They were just destroying other channels and everything else. In a way, I kind of had to reinvent and take charge of J360 in a different direction. That's when it all started here, and I was like, okay, you know what? This is the platform we use, and then I can go ahead and rebuild the rest of J360 at that mark. You know, and just looking back at it, maybe this is a good time to actually talk to you guys about some of the down points of J360. Yeah, as a matter of fact, why not? Pull up a chair, ladies and gentlemen, because welcome to the JMAT Show here on J360 Radio. Yeah, I I mean, wow. (laughs) Welcome back, ladies and gentlemen. Like, you know, building J360 Productions was always my pet project. The, The ideal dream, you know what I mean? Because America, despite its problems and all the crazy stuff that's going on, it still is the land of opportunity. You just have to fight for it even more. And, you know, if you want something so much and you think about it all the time, you can't give it up. You just got to believe in it and you got to run with it and you got to be training all the time. It's like getting ready for a boxing match. And that's the way I see it, you know, because people are going to either a like your work or they're going to hate your work or see, they're going to be indifferent about it. But the end result is at least you manage to get some content going on. You look at it, you understand it, you learn it. And you see during your failure moments, which we all are, you know, entitled to have, we're entitled to have moments of failure. So don't ever be afraid of it as you are going through life and seeing, like, how things are not adding up. Like, you keep building and then it just falls over. You have to go through those moments because it's a humbling effect. You have to learn how to take your failure in stride and just regroup and then reassess and then go for it again. That's what it's all about. However, you know, a lot of things are already falling apart in the house of cards around us. But you can't just let it hold you back. Like, you see the 45th Retrograde's presidency as nothing but failure. I mean, we're 11 months in just about. Nothing got done. Just a waste of time, and it's just a real clusterfudge. Nothing over there makes any sense right now. You know what I mean? If I could take a good look over at Washington right now, it'd be a giant rainstorm of sadness and woe. And not to mention with all the groping allegations that are just coming out everywhere. I mean, it's coming from the government. It's coming from Hollywood. But you already know about those institutions and their history of these things. If you don't, we'll cover it in another episode. But right now, you know, the thing is, is that old Donnie T up there acting like he never got involved in any of that stuff either. But, you know, the thing about him is he's got a lot of hush money. But, you know, I'm, I'm in such a good mood, though. I really don't even want to talk about him. But I will want to let you all know this. The fight for net neutrality is coming back up again because Ajit Pai wants to rub that out too. See this whole tax reform thing. It might be a cover up for other things, and you need to know what your net neutrality is all about. Because after a while, do you really want to pay for like different speeds of the internet, and you want to have it to where they can go ahead and try to make money off of you even more than they already do? It's that bad. It's corporate greed. And it stifles a lot of small businesses out here. And not to mention, right, (laughs) that some people have to go through a lot to pay for that overhead. It's just more price gouging. They're going to get us in the one way they know they're going to get us at. See, if anything, the Republicans played us by a fiddle. And I'm saying us as a country because, see, they talked about everything we were scared of, right? And you see, they used that fear to go ahead and elect this man in. And then not only that, become more draconian about everything around us. Sure, they didn't get healthcare, but they are going for our taxes. Throwing that out of whack. And then they're gonna go for net neutrality because you know what? They just can't put a price tag on streaming as much as they like to. And you see, we use the internet for a lot of things nowadays. It actually cuts back on certain overheads such as, you know, paper. Like, you know, that's a resource that we use and we cut down trees to make paper. So we use paperless abilities to keep track of our bills and everything else so as we do that that's a lot of apps and everything on our phones and on our computers you name it technology is what we use to get by nowadays it is a part of us whether we like it or not i'll talk to you all about unplugging from the internet in another episode too but see the thing is is that when you do business and stuff like that professionalism the internet is one of your best tools and they're going to put a more significant price gouge on that than you already do pay. But at the same time, I'm going to tell you it benefits you because as long as you believe that it benefits you and you don't do the research and develop awareness for this stuff, they will hit you in the jaw every time. And as far as I'm concerned, you know, I'm trying to run this independent business here. That's just one more aspect of counter productivity I don't need. None of us really need it. Especially when we're all building brands out here they just don't want to be talked about and they don't want to be held accountable for things that's the climate of our world isn't it nobody wants to be accountable but they still want to start stuff with people sad really really sad damn near depressing even but going back into what i was saying you know like i had to reboot j360 i had to go ahead and figure out new ways because one you know I'm a lot older now than I used to be when I started this thing. And another thing is, is that there's more places to go to than YouTube. Like, YouTube is alright, but after a while, you know, it's not going to get you as much as you would think you're worth. There's other channels you could go to. And it's not reliable as it used to be because if they find some sort of thing that triggered people, sure, you might get the looks and everything that you're looking for, but they'll find a way to blackball you or delete you. Be unapologetic about it. There's so many, so many things wrong with that website. But still gonna use it to go ahead and keep my promise to the J360 Legion. And part of that is 39 will be ready for you in a minute. Okay, hey, the other channels, they always get this first before YouTube does. I'm sorry, I'm just gonna be biased about it. They're biased about it with me. Why why not? But you see, as I had to reboot these things, I had to get rid of things that didn't work. I had to get rid of people that like to complain and don't do anything. Like, the creative process... All I've been seeing lately is how everybody talks about how hard it is. No shit, right? I mean, everything's got its hazard to it. I mean, you could be sitting there writing a book or a script for about three years or so just to get the words right. And then somebody else just came along or had the same idea or similar premise, I should say, because ideas are not copyrighted. They could have the similar premise and everything else, and they had it all outlined a lot better than you did, and they were more dedicated with it, but they got there first. And then all of a sudden you start saying, that's not fair. Oh, I'm going to sue them and everything else. And, and, and the creative process is hard. So, you know, instead of me actually doing some work, what I'm going to do is I'm going to actually take the work here, and I'm going to go ahead and try to be a part of some committee of some sort that they have to pay me so that they can go ahead and see my approval on things. Believe me, there are scams out there like that. Be aware of what you want to venture into when you go into this business. But see, the thing about it is a lot of people like celebrity lifestyles. They want to be renowned. They want to be the next Steven Spielberg. They want to be the next Hans Zimmer. They want to be the next somebody else that's already established. Commendable goal. But at the end of the day, you want to know what I really want to get out of the radio TV and filmmaking business. I should say media, but you know, everything's got to be in a subsector now. You know what I want to get out of it? I want to be the first me. I want to be the guy that could actually make a new way in that. Some people, they thrive on the idea of wanting to go back to their roots. Like some people, they say, you know what? Let's go back to Kodak Film. Well, I hope you have a lot of time on your hands because with the way technology is, the relative ease is a little bit better. Yes, it's tedious. Everything's tedious, but you're really asking for a lot. You better have all the resources you need to edit that film. Ugh. I I can only imagine. I mean, it's not like I couldn't do it, but it's the idea that, yeah, you want to go back to your roots, all right, but at the end of the day, let's be real here, the only ones that are really going for that kind of things is Cannes. I think Cannes is the only film festival where you actually have to work with film. And it's admirable to them, you know what I mean? And I wouldn't mind entering in Cannes someday, but... You know, like, the the renting cost alone would be a little bit more than the actual movie I'm trying to make. But you see, the thing about it is, everybody complains about, Oh, I'm not getting views, I'm not getting this, I'm not getting that. You can't make money off of this. It's gonna have to be a hobby instead of a business. It's gonna have to be this. Damn it to hell. We all know how stressful it can be. But have you even tried? Remember, when somebody sits there and say that stuff to you about all these things... Ask them if they've ever tried. Ask them if they have ever even finished a damn project. Because that's what I see a lot with some people in my team and former people in my team. I push them to their limits. I know that sometimes they sucker into what I would like to say relative ease. Relative ease is a very good concept. I mean, the idea of not having to work hard. The idea of not having to put in the investment in something, you know, just, just like, say like, instead of the rule is supposed to be 80, 20, right? Well, try to put in 20, you know, 20, 80, things like that. Like say 20% of the time, just the 80% leave it alone. Doesn't work like that. You put time in on your work. So you know how to do it. So you have a process so that you can maintain the show, get it together and stuff like that. Because if you don't, you know, it, it wouldn't make any sense in any other way. But yeah, you want to know exactly what you're doing and you want to be active. There's a lot of people out there. Everything else is going on. I get it. You know, girlfriend might have this attitude today. Somebody just bought a new car that they can't afford maintenance on. Or somebody done did something stupid on World Star because that's just what that website exists for. It could be a whole lot of things. But you see, when you are in the business, you already are. Now the idea is to make profit, and the idea is to get that viewership. And the thing is, if you're not there every day, and if you're not pushing forth the effort keeping a stable schedule, you're not going to get anywhere near that. See, some people like to do it the easy way because, you know, they have a lot of friends, and some people are like this, they have that much influence over their friends that even though they make something that really, really sucks... They'll go ahead and they'll say, oh, that was the best video ever. Oh, yeah, that was a great video. Yeah, let's share it to everybody so everybody can see it. We'll do the exposure effect, and that's how we'll go ahead and make this happen. Or it could be the most attractive person there is. And note I said person. I didn't say just woman or man. An attractive person that isn't even funny, doesn't even have personality behind the work, or isn't even about the work. But still, though, because they have that certain flair about them, (laughs) it gets sent around, And people make these, I guess you can call them human. I see them more as monsters that should not even know the internet. But they get put out there and again, all these contract deals where like real creators who actually go to school, put in money and actually try to work and gain a profitable income doing this stuff because that's what they eat, sleep and breathe. They go through hell. They have to be on the outside looking in all the time. Or they have to be like, I need to know somebody on the business. I can't know somebody on the business because they turn their noses up on me. I mean, they. I told them I'm going to do a film, and then they're like, oh, you're actually going to work on one? And then they walk away? That right there is a workplace bully, and nine times out of ten, you don't want to deal with those kind of people, but you're going to deal with them anyway because they have, for some weird reason, they have to be there. And I would say nepotism because, see, most of them kind of people, those are the ones that don't know what the hell work is. You ask them what work is, they'll be like, yeah, they'll pause for a minute and, and try to say, what is this work you're talking about? Now, you probably are weirded out or scared by the idea of how the business works. You know, you borrow money in some cases or you put your own money in. If you put your own money in, you must have a lot of money to put in because you really shouldn't put your own money in. You should have investors come in. You should have people that see what you're doing because anybody who's anybody that want to invest their money in something and you got a pretty good message about it, depending on how you pitch the movie or the project they probably will take the time to invest in you they'll probably say you know what you seem to have something here let's let's see what you can do and then if it's enough money depending on how the budget is you know you spend that money out then the idea on opening night you're supposed to try to recoup that and more your projected sales it can go one or two ways you're going to be estimating anyway and if you overestimate it you know you're going to have to have some collateral to make ends meet i'm sorry you know it's just how it is but you know there are other ways of distributing your content now you have to research it Yes, it takes a lot of work to get this done. But if you're going to sit there and listen to everybody talk about how hard it is, difficult it is, I should say. Let's just kill hard, right? Let's just kill difficult right now. And by the way, let's take a look at that expert. Yeah, I'm sure there's some good facts there. But exit that person out too. Right now, create. You're stressed out because you think you're not that good. You're stressed out because you might be boring as shit. Well, there are ways to change up. And you should allow yourself to make changes. As for me, I'm sure I'm always imitated by somebody. And I'm sure I imitated a few people too. But there's a lot of people that inspired me. And I'm sure I inspired other people. I mean, I had somebody in my group that was like that. But the thing is, he was cancerous to work with. Matter of fact, let me tell you something. Like, the Cyclone that you are seeing is a reboot at best. But you see, it's only because I took the original format I wrote for that show... And I was like, you know what? I'm doing pretty well with the J-Man show. Let me go ahead and expand it to the Cyclone. Brought the other two guys back. Didn't want to bring him back because he was just horrible to work with. And not to mention like how everything went off kilter. There was no original format with the Cyclone 2015. And I hated that series. So as I did the clean slate, which I told you all about after Friday's at J360, the first series tanked, I said, you know what? I'm getting off of YouTube. I'm killing this bullshit here. I'm gonna go ahead and reinstate J360 by working on a whole different concept. And I had things prepared, not to mention listening to the right kind of music. By the way, shout-outs to the Synth Wave movement. It's just at the end of the day, there was nothing wrong with me entirely, but the people that you put on certain shows and stuff like that, they could be as talented as can be. But the problem is that sometimes they're so self-serving time when they don't follow through on things that they're supposed to do. And then you put them on another show, which was running at the same time, and they try to exploit how that show is produced just for shits and giggles because they forgot what to talk about. Yes, this has actually happened. You don't do that kind of stuff, especially on somebody else's production. You see, the thing about it is I might have people on these shows, but I foot the bill for them, and that's my job as producer. I have to have faith that you are going to carry the show and maintain the show the best way to your abilities. But at the same time, if you get to that point where it disrupts the whole damn production process, point where it starts to tank because of the way you don't know how to carry yourself, or you don't understand what suspense of disbelief is, My job as a producer is to come in there just like Sandman on opening night at the Apollo and gong your ass out. That's what I would do and have done. You see what I'm saying? Like you went and you have a contract deal like for, say like if you're going to get a Super Bowl episode of The Cyclone, right? Okay, in a way that's a verbal contract from me to you that you're going to get that episode. If you don't get that episode because somebody didn't want to perform or be a part of what was going on, because they just all of a sudden developed a severe case of the fuck arounds, for lack of a better term, play play time, and they don't want to do any work. When it comes to something like that, it makes me look like a liar. It makes the brand look impotent. And nine times out of ten, you don't have that sort of credibility to come back. You see what I'm saying? When I promote these shows, and I foot the bill, and I work on all the art, and I do the writing and everything else, the on-air talent, whoever that is, should be there to carry it on even with some emphasis of their own stuff only thing they got to do is show up it's like if you have a job at any of these retail places now we all know retail is a special sort of hell but the idea is if you don't show up to that job like you're supposed to what do you think happens which is or you'll still keep the job if you're buddy buddy with the boss technicalities not included. You lose that job and you get a stain on your record. And considering how severe that stain is, you better have some pennies saved up because you probably be playing around unemployment for a while before somebody gives you a chance again. You see what I'm saying? It's bullshit like that is exactly why sometimes, you know what, I sympathize with bosses sometimes. You know... You're like that until you wear another set of suits. Like, yeah, you're all about the little guy until you start running your own. And then you see, like, the other person coming in and trying so hard to abuse the principles that you have set for because he think he top shit. He think you need him. And you see that particular person, it's kind of like how it's David Lee Roth and Van Halen. Like, say, like, we're the band Van Halen and he's David Lee Roth. When you look at that, it's like this. Yeah, it's kind of hard. They didn't really get the sales like they used to, but they still kept making some quality music, depending on who you talk to. But the thing about it is, David was awesome, whereas this person, he was a damn bore. He ain't did nothing for us. The problem with people like that is, They act like they don't get the hint and they live in their own little world and wonder why certain business will thrive without them. This business isn't gonna fall apart until I just say, you know what, fuck it, and I'm done. But I have such a good time working on J360 Production and the products in it, I'm never gonna quit. See, I had another person that was in this group too that loved the idea of non-involvement, loved the idea of being part of something, but wouldn't do any of the technical work. See, that's stupid to me. This same person went about saying, Oh, you know, I, I wouldn't mind writing for the website, but but I, I like talking better. That is really stupid. Now, I don't know if any of y'all noticed this, but as I talk about J360 Productions in itself, it's a media company, guys. Media at its bare bones, you're going to be writing a lot. About 80% of the time, even. Especially if you want it to work. So why was that lazy so-and-so talking about how he likes talking better? You know, if anything happens to your throat and everything else, the next form of communication would be the ability to write. Just let that sink in. For those of you that are lazy, you better be thankful that you went to primary school so you could learn how to write. Because writing is a gift. Writing is tedious. It's not impossible. You got people on the outside looking in that write for fun. And the thing is, when they realize that they treat it like a job, it becomes a nightmare for them because they don't stay in the game as much. They go do other things. They stay on Twitter a lot more than just go ahead and say, you know what? Maybe I could create my own process here. Maybe I could do something. Like these are casual writers that come up and say how hard writing is. These are people that come out of the woodwork. they get burnt out because of the business or they just didn't use the comma right. There's a whole list of factors why people say writing is hard. But at the end of the day, it's a gift like anything else. Treat it like one. When you write and put that stuff together, I mean, chances are if you're just starting out, you might not make anything close to minimum wage. As a freelance writer, it really depends on what clients you get, how you put your best foot forward, and how good you are with technical reports and everything else. But why on earth would you run around and say that, you know, other than to sway people from even trying? You haven't given things a chance to be born, but you'll kill it. And this fool, he got a nerd to think that he's this top-notch producer. Or a good director, but not doing any of the technical work. You need to write this stuff. Stop being fucking lazy and create some work. And then not only that, the guy tried to copy off of me asking me like, Oh, how do you create the faces for J360 and stuff? And I'm like, ew. That's what I'm thinking all the time. like, you know, honestly, I could throw up in my mouth right now about this crap. Because let me tell you, right? Get off your ass and create something. I don't care what it is. Just find a way to make things work, but at the end of the day, don't take somebody else's process blatantly. Go learn how to do something. There's plenty of tutorials on YouTube. There's plenty of things out here. Stop being lazy, especially if you want to be in the content creator game. If you want to be freelancing and stuff like that, you got to find a way to make things work because you never know when your equipment might fall apart. You never know when you might need a certain resource or a picture here. You might need to know exactly where to go to get stuff done. But the whole point of being a content creator or somebody working in the creative field is to solve problems. And if you're only going to be a problem yourself, this is not the field for you. And I know I should be saying things to be inspirational, but I'm actually helping you by saying this. I had to go through that in J360. I also had a girl in this group, right? She is very good at what she does, but the thing is she never brought it here. It's kind of like Bret Hart in WCW. A lot of promise, but horrible execution. Nothing happened. Maybe except like the wrestling match with Will Sasso. Maybe that would be the only thing, but you know, she was so talented, but the thing is she didn't pitch anything. I mean, she did a one offhand pitch about this ninjas thing, but she didn't have a copy of her script, the first 10 pages, and I can't option anything like that. I mean, I would have happily liked to heard the pitch and along with everybody else in the group, but didn't work out like that. And then she tried to use one of our meetings as a way of saying, oh, we could be using them for so much more instead of just, you know, playing video games and blah, 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 blah. See, when you have people come together for a meet and greet, that's not work time. That's getting people to gel. That's getting people to get to know each other. Which, by the way... We really need to work on that skill set, modern America, because, see, with all this heightened fear and hypersensitivity going on, people don't know how to do that anymore, and it's sad. You know what I mean? I'm a very thorough, easygoing person, but when I have to deal with people's stupid shit, and it's not even reasonable, and then you realize, because everybody with different personalities, strong personalities, blah, 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 blah. You need to have a plan and get stuff done. And then after she went on her whole little tangent, she went over to somebody else's independent company. And then she was talking about she was going to make vlogs with them and stuff. And she could have done that in J360. But you know what? When you deal with people who are toxic and have that one mindset and can be easily manipulated, do yourself a favor. Let them go. Let people like that go. The same thing with somebody. If you are working your ass off to the bone and you're doing the best you can to get all that stuff done because you know you got premiere day on the on the rise and then that jackass comes in and tries to say like oh, "I don't like the way it like but you already have it set and it's your company let them go too. If they sit right there and they have to say well I say girt this whole process oh this ain't going to work for me and all that kind of stuff well you see the thing about it is you already accommodated them because you're treating them about the same as anybody else in the group and they want more and more of your accommodations and stuff, and they're not giving anything it, let them go too. Because this is just toxic people. This is just people that see a production company and then try to find ways to exploit it or try to find ways to take it over because they don't want to do the work. There's a lot of people out here that are so damn work shy, it is sickening. And you see that all the time when people say like, oh, Monday's coming. I hate Monday. Oh, Monday's coming. I can't stand Monday. Oh, Monday. Quit being a bitch. Monday comes every week, people, okay? And I know some of y'all like to say that you're adulting, which goes to show I'm from a different time because uh, there is no such thing as adulting when it comes to me. The word was called responsibility. You know, those are your responsibilities. That's what you need to do as an adult. Not what you wanna do, but if you wanna have money and you wanna have that rich and fancy lifestyle you like to show on Instagram and every damn thing else, which is a topic for another episode called Humility, When you go ahead and do all that crazy, pointless social media or my personal life bullshit and stuff like that, you better be thankful that you go to work so you can fuel that lifestyle of yours. Instead of hating Monday, you better be praising Monday because Monday is the whole day where you get all your stuff set in stone. That's stack day, as far as I'm concerned. Go up into my day job with my head held high, the people don't like me, I don't like them, but I'm there to go to work because I need my money. Now, I can see after a while, if you got a real intense job, right, And there are people in there that are insufferable and you don't want to go there all the time, but you know that bill is due. You gotta keep that in mind, the things that you do. If you bought a new car at the end of the day, you better be holding on to that damn job for a little while. New car, new house, whatever you done, have a project or have like something outside of work that you're excited to do, but don't put it on the weekend. Most people live for the weekend. I live for every day because we got a nutcase in office and it won't take long for us all to be blown off the face of the earth because of what his new damn policy is. And I already told you about all the crazy stuff regarding the internet neutrality. So we got to fight to save that again, along with keeping healthcare. And you know, the thing about it is, I hope a lot of y'all signed up because take note of this. You know, sometimes you got to get out of your own way. You got to make sure that you have things that can actually help you. Problem is you got a lot of people out there that don't seem to understand that. And then by the time they do, it'll be too damn late. Stop being in hindsight, people. Forward thinking this time. Common sense. Plant that seed, let it grow for a little bit. And then another thing, we need to quit pointing fingers at each other. Like, I I might be going off a little off topic. But what I'm saying is is this. Take charge of the days that you're given. We're all on borrowed time. We all go through life differently. And it doesn't take much for us to leave the earth nowadays. I hope you know that. Especially what with the bans raised off of gun control now. (laughs) Yeah, see, the thing about it is you can't go through an evaluation process for your psychological dysfunction. No, see, you can go ahead and get a gun now because... Trump got axe to grind against Obama, and that's all he's been trying to overturn lately. But like I said before, take control of your life. If you have a job you don't like, I understand. It's unreasonable. Things don't make sense. Oh, they're not giving raises this year. A whole lot of things. You're not getting what you're worth. I'm not saying that you have to bury yourself and keep yourself in that job. What I'm saying is... Make the job work for you by showing up and being there and getting the money. Be that credible worker. Be that worker that can actually get things done, you know what I mean, while stacking up your money. You can joke around and enjoy yourself if you want to, but don't do anything sexist because you know how vague the word sexist is and anybody is able to get labeled. You laughing can get you in trouble for that kind of stuff. And I know, it's stifling. But at the end of the day, as soon as you're making that money and you can use that money to either build your own production company or use that money to invest in other people to get their own stuff off the ground, it's entirely up to you. But at the end of the day, don't sit there and not go to work and then expect to be given some gratuity of some sort. That ain't the way it works. You gotta put in the efforts. And when you work in a company like J360 or something like that, you are earning your keep. If you are not putting anything in lately, see, I can't rest my laurels on the episodes that I've done because things change every day. Like when I try to aim for that Thursday of the week, which is pretty much for this show, that's what I need to aim for. Unless life gets in the way and all that kind of stuff, but you know, I make up for it. But instead of just making up for it, be there, get it done, then you don't ever have to worry about that episode ever again. Which is why, like, certain associates of mine, they really need to pay attention. Because the longer it takes on an episode to get done, the harder it will be. And at the end of the day, you don't know what you're talking about anymore. You don't know what to pick up on. Because here, here we are. We're about, what, week 11 in on football? Just about. So, yeah. A lot of pickups to do. But that's just, you know, just speaking out and just saying what I need to say about this kind of stuff. You want to be in a business like this. You want to be productive you want to do the thing stop waiting on other people outside factors to get it going you should already have that mindset now this is the right time to go ahead and do what needs to be done even while trump and company are trying to destroy the world you understand what i'm saying i'm sure a lot of y'all thought that this was going to be about you know movies and everything else and yeah i do have plans for certain movies to get developed in 2018 Plenty of the shorts are going to be on YouTube and another channel that I have lined up. We got a lot of things in the works. And I'm not afraid of any of this stuff going on because, hell, my messages need to get out there just like your messages do. And I plan on publishing a book next year. I got a lot of goals ahead of me. And I can't see myself sitting back, wasting any more time with past regrets, with new regrets and everything else. It should be about results. And y'all might think this episode might not be all that good, but you know what? It is what it is, because you're going to get a 41 anyway. I'm going for 50, and so on and so on, because there's a lot to talk about. I went through a lot of hell trying to build this thing. I'm probably going to go through more because, well, everything's so hypersensitive, but you know, I'm not in the process of telling people what they want to hear. I tell you what you need to hear, or what I believe you need to hear. But, you know, that does it for the anniversary episode today, and I feel as though I should give you some deep talk. Because some of y'all probably feel as though that you're not making it, you need a little bit of ignition to yourselves and things. But remember, embrace the grind. We're going to go through these periods of hell, but it's time to make them into something of joy for us. Just have a look at your situation, you have to change it. Thanks for tuning in. This is Jay, signing off.